And that's what you're telling yourself when you go in with these negative thoughts. You're telling your body to be scared. And that's not working for you. It's not working for your penis. It's not working for the relationship. She's sensing it. Like, you know, so let's let that go. Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Oh, I am, for the first time, not recording at my desk because I threw my desk out. I threw it out. I threw it out because I'm moving and, and I'm moving in like a week. Yeah, oh my God, it will be a week tomorrow from New York City to Austin, Texas and getting rid of stuff. You know, Andrew's been really helping me become the minimalist I never knew I could be. Um, that's not true. I always thought I was somewhat of a minimalist and he always liked that about me that I didn't have a ton of things. Um, but wow, I didn't understand what a true minimalist was until I met Andrew because he has the the capsule wardrobe, he has the essentials and that is it. <laughs> like the essentials for living and, you know, doing what he wants to do most in life. So it's really to help, it really helped me realize, first of all, how emotional and sentimental of a person I am of the things I hold on to. I didn't, I haven't been holding on to a ton of things, but the things I do hold on to just seem so silly because they emotionally connect with me so deeply, but I won't look at them for five years at a time until they're brought up to me. So it's kind of like, all right, do I really need all this stuff? (laughs) Like, I did save a couple things from childhood, brought them to my parents' house, and of course that's nice, but um, but yeah, so much of it has just gone in trash, or um, we're, we're donating it, so, or I'm donating it, I am donating it. So anyway, it's been a journey, along with the health stuff. Just for a health update, I know a lot of you guys are wondering, at least on Instagram, and I know my community is very much synced Instagram to podcast, so I... um. Yeah, I've been feeling, as I, as I shared with you, I was feeling a lot better. But then this, when I started my gut detox, I was told it would be a little, it could be intense. And yeah, it was really intense. <laughs> I started it last week, early last week, I think. And I was fine until a week later, I don't know, like six days later, where symptoms kicked in that had me throwing up and yeah just losing control of digestion like I wasn't able to eat anything I couldn't keep anything down and then for the next few days I was having horrible like stomach pains and issues with that today is the day where I continue taking it at a smaller dose but but I shouldn't be throwing up. So my um, the gut specialist I'm working with is like, all right, you, we definitely don't want you throwing up. And if you continue throwing up, we will change, you know, the the supplements that you're on. But 
besides that, <laughs> things are great. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, I can't wait for all of this to just be in the past. All of this breast implant illness stuff. That's why I haven't been on Instagram for a week. It's because of me just being sick. And then when I was finally better, I was trying to catch up on work stuff and also just keep doing client calls in between my sickness. <laughs> oh my God. But anyway, that's life. That's life, right? Um, so what I want to talk about today is gaining momentum of wins in life, especially your sex life. And before I dive into that, I want to remind you guys that I, or actually let you know that I just uploaded new sex meditations. So there's a good amount in there at this point. And they are meditations that range from like 10 to 15 minutes. And they help you target different areas of your sex life, such as your confidence, um, penis confidence, feeling um, sure of yourself when it comes to how you can handle your erectile dysfunction or your delayed ejaculation, premature ejaculation. So targeting different problems and frustrations within your sex life and helping you to bring some focus to these areas and meditate through it. So some of the meditations are where you can take notes during them because it's act asking you um, effective questions that help you realize, oh, wow, maybe I need to start thinking of it like that. Or, oh, wow, I didn't realize that this was hurting me so much. And now that she put it this way, it makes sense. Let me go write that down. So some of it is, a lot of them are actually interactive and thought-provoking. And some of them are jerk-off instruction. So there's fewer that are jerk-off instruction. More of them are basically me coaching you through a meditative style on different various, on various topics. So those are the sex meditations. And the six new ones that I just uploaded about two days ago were, because I upload monthly, but the ones from two days ago are the first time I created series. So I did a PE series, a three-day, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday series of how you can start working to improve and treat your PE. So they're they're different they're, it's not the same meditation each one is different and it's helping you um, to realize where you're at so that you could take some notes by the end of it and then the following week repeat the process of the ser- repeat the series and compare notes and see what progress you've made based on what you realize through the meditation and the other series i uploaded two days ago was a week series or three-day meditation series for sexual confidence. So if you are not struggling with with any dick-related issues or maybe even anything specific, but you're just lacking confidence and you're not sure why, then that's a good series for you. So check out my sex meditations. I've been getting today, this morning, I woke up to an email that was so grateful for the meditations, which is really nice to see. So they're definitely helping people. I continue to get messages and guys reaching out being like, wow, I didn't realize that I could actually get aroused without porn. I didn't realize I could get hard by like thinking about what I actually want to be doing during sex or I didn't realize what I actually wanted to be doing. I always made it about her. And guys are having all these realizations through these meditations. So it's definitely been helping a lot of men. 
You can check out Sex Meditations using the link in the description of this show. It's just Sex Meditations. And it is a monthly subscription, so feel free to give it a shot. Try it out for a month if you want to continue and stay in there and receive new meditations each month. Cool. If not, then you just tried it out for a month and you got some value. Hopefully. I really believe you will. So today's topic is understanding the importance of sex wins. Positive sex evidence. Because you need enough positive evidence to outweigh the negative evidence that you have. And what happens is if a guy has had a somewhat emotionally traumatic experience, like he had PE, or he had ED for the first time in his life, and he freaks out, and then he gets in his head, Right, And then he's so in his head that the next time he has sex, of course, something else happens and he's on the lookout for what's going to happen that's wrong because he's so fearful of it. So he's like, oh my God, I want everything to go right. And the one thing that goes wrong, maybe it even isn't ED, but something else happens. He's like, fuck, my sex life is like suffering. Oh my God. And then he has sex another time and then he's once again on the lookout for what's going to go wrong because of the anxiety and because of the past two experiences and then he's he's panicking and he has another bad experience because that's what he's looking for and that's what he's actually setting himself up for and this cycle continues to the point where the guy is so damn frustrated or afraid like actually terrified of women of sex of himself um that he feels like his body's breaking he's no longer the man he thought he was he's embarrassed he's ashamed and this actually prevents him from wanting sex And then he has less sex and then sex becomes even more of an issue because now he's not having it and the history that he remembers is horrible. So see how this can really just ramp up anxiety. And if we look back to where it started, it it started with one experience that basically every single fucking guy has in the world. Like there is never going to be a guy on this planet that never experiences some issue with his dick at some point in his life like there's gonna be something where he's like oh shit is that normal like just as women with vaginas like we do the same thing right like shit happens or oh my god is that an std like what is that why am i so itchy i'm burning i'm not lubed up enough why am i not making lube you know (laughs) why is my body not making lube and it's just like we we panic and if we get in our heads about this and we panic then we start only focusing on potential panic And even though things are still working in our favor, we are not consciously aware of those things because we're so fearful that our anxiety is so wrapped up in the what if this, oh my God, what if this, what if this, fuck, what if this, that we get so accustomed to being on the lookout for the horrible things that could potentially happen. And that as a result do happen because that's what you're looking for and that's what you're now expecting. And if you're looking for shit, you will always find shit. Like if you're looking for a problem, you'll always find a problem. It's probably a better way of putting that. <laughs> um, but it's, it's very important for you to realize that you get yourself in this mess and that means you could get yourself out. And how you get yourself out of this overwhelmed thinking of assuming that everything is going to go poorly is you have to actually expect that things can go well. And you have to set yourself up for success and start doing that. 
And I know that once you've been down this cycle for long enough, it's hard to do that. It's hard to focus on the things that are that are positive, the things that are working for you in your sex life, the things that make you feel desirable or feel attractive or sexy. Like that's hard to think about and focus on when you've been in down this rabbit hole of everything going wrong, right? And you not having sex for years, right? How are you going to feel sexy or feel sexually confident when you're not having sex for years because of a traumatic fear? It's very hard to get back in there, but it's not hard if you know what to look for. And that's the problem with so many of you guys. Like you don't know, you don't know what to look for to get you out of this mess. And that's what my sex meditations help you do. Like I said, it's, it's training you to focus on pleasure, to focus on your desires, to focus on what you're doing that maybe you can change, to focus on, like it's a focus practice. These are focus exercises. These aren't like, ah, oh, baby, let me get you horny. Like that's not what these meditations are for any of you wondering. Um, they're actually effective in helping you overcome issues that you're struggling with so that you can override the shame. You can start understanding yourself on a deeper level. When, when you understand yourself on a deeper level, you're a better communicator. In fact, you're a more confident communicator because you feel better about yourself. You stand by your word. You start trusting yourself. When you trust yourself, you have more assertive, um, passionate demeanor behind the words that you say, you know, so this is, which is very attractive. And it's, it all boils down to you deciding, like making a decision that I'm going to stop focusing on the fear and I'm going to, and maybe even feel the fear, but do it anyway, because I'm focusing on the things that are going to actually improve my life. Um, I have one client and I always use the phrase with him that's like, feel you feel the fear and you do it anyway because he's so in the beginning when we first started working together one-on-one he was so terrified of all these what if this what if that and I'm afraid of this I'm afraid of that and I said you know what you're probably going to be afraid until you get some evidence to prove that that's not going to happen or you know if it even if it does happen you can handle it and so feel the fear and do it anyway like feel the fear and just take the action anyway so that you can see that you're okay Because I'm going to prove to you, you will be, you know, and with enough action, feeling fear and taking action anyway, he started trusting himself. And now he's like, holy shit. Now he's dating this girl there. He's having sex again, where he has not been having sex for a while. Now he's back in it. He's feeling confident. He's having some even tough sex conversations already with her, you know, where they're talking about deep desires, where there's some, you know, uncertainty behind it. And they're trying to learn how they best sexually communicate with one another, and, um, but it's just, they're, they're doing it and it's really, really cool. Um, and it's been cool to watch him have such a terrified feeling to just like, all right, fuck, just do it, just do it. And just seeing what's on the other side of that, which is amazing. And what's on the other side of that guys is the sex life you actually want, because you can't ever get the sex life you want. If first of all, you don't know what it is. You don't know what it looks like. You can't describe it. You never think about it. You don't focus on it. Like, how are you ever going to get it? So going back to what I was saying, if you're caught in this rut, you have to make a decision that, right, moving forward, um, I'm going to, number one, get clear on what my ideal sex life looks like. What does that mean to me? Like, what would excite me? What do I want to happen during sex? So that I can start focusing on that instead of the fear of what I don't want to happen. 
Because if you just keep asking yourself questions, what if this, what if that, that's a horrible question to ask yourself. Because you, what's the answer? Like, the answer most likely, if you're in a negative headspace, is going to be like, well, that would be horrible. Like, good luck. Like, there's usually just not an answer. It's just a question rooted in fear that doesn't help you and it's not productive. So to know what to focus on, you have to know what you're looking for. All right, so first get clear on what am I actually wanting my sex life to look like and how do I want to feel during sex? Because something happens when you get really clear about what you want and what you're looking for. And if you were to redefine sex and be like, all right, moving forward, sex is going to be something that's about pleasure and about connection and about fun. So what are things that can happen or what can I do or say or act on that relate to sex being pleasurable, connecting, and fun? What would that look like? And use that as a format for you getting clear on specific things. All right? Maybe, for example, like I would make out with her for a long time because I really enjoy making out. It makes me feel connected. It's actually fun for me. And I feel attractive. I get really like in sexy mood like I feel like or I feel more assertive or I feel more confident when I do it I feel more dominant like whatever the feel whatever it is that you find pleasure in write it down and get familiar with what you want to do that you know would bring you more pleasure than fear or more pleasure than anxiety another something I was telling another client of mine this week was you can't have and he's struggling with ED erectile dysfunction and I was telling him you can't have anxiety and arousal at the same time in your body if you like there's going to be one that's greater than the other so it's like which one are you going to allow to win arousal or anxiety because if you allow anxiety to win and the anxiety overrides the arousal because you're just so fearful and so in your head that you can't be in the moment and feel pleasure and focus on the, the fun and the enjoyment of the experience, then you're going to be anxious. And that anxiousness is going to put your body in a very nervous place. Your breathing is going to turn into rapid breathing. Or you're going to slow, you're not going to breathe at all. You know, you're going to go into this fight or flight. And then what happens? You lose your erection when that happens because your body is prepared to run away. It doesn't need your dick to be hard in that moment because you're so fearful. It's trying to like, tell you, all right, this is not good. Let's probably get out of this situation. So things shut down, right? This happens with PE too. And if you, so you have to remember that, all right, how can, what can I do? What can I do to change the way I'm thinking about sex and actually change the way I'm having sex and focusing on during sex so that I can have more arousal than anxiety? That's what it's going to take. You need to be mentally more in making a positive sex experience and you have to be um, physically aroused to the point where you're like, you're focused on arousal, you're focused on pleasure, you're focused on feeling good, not feeling bad or scared. And that's what you're telling yourself when you go in with these negative thoughts. You're telling your body to be scared and that's not working for you. It's not working for your penis. It's not working for the relationship. She's sensing it like... You know, so let's let that go. So number one, get clear on what are you actually wanting to look for and act on when it comes to your sex life moving forward. All right. Number two is when you have sex, not even sex, it doesn't even have to be intercourse. It can be 
any sensual activity, any romantic bonding activity, any activity with a woman who where there's potential interest, right? It can't be your mom. <laughs> it can't be your sister. Um, you want to start picking out wins and start noting them. In fact, write them down. Have uh, notes in your phone where you just have wins or just title it something else so like you don't feel weird and no one can find it, whatever. Like do what matters, do what, do you. But make sure writing it down is so effective because then you get to read it back in moments when you need it. And when you see all the evidence written out in notes, you're gonna be like, oh wow, there's a lot. And that does something to your brain. It tells your brain, okay, we have no reason to worry. Look at all this great stuff that's been happening. We're good. But if you don't write these things down, and you don't consciously think of them, you're never going to get in a new habit of feeling good about sex and leaning towards sex and getting rid of the anxiety and heightening your arousal so that things work smoothly and you actually feel in the moment and you feel good and you get excited about sex again and sex becomes this fun, sexy thing to do and you're proud of it and you're, you're feeling sexy and confident. So what I mean by wins And when I say it doesn't even have to be around sex is if it's outside of sex, it could be like, I asked a woman out, like I haven't done that in two years and she's actually my type of woman. Like she's my ideal woman. And I asked her out and you know, I felt the fear and I did it anyway. That's a win. Cool. That's a sex win. I call it a sex win because it's helping your sex life because you're Um, If you're struggling sexually, you know, a lot of guys struggling sexually will not even start dating women or they date the wrong women knowing that they're not going to have sex with them. That's another client of mine is dealing with that where he only goes out with women who he knows he won't be, he's not that attracted to so that he doesn't sleep with them because he's too afraid to sleep with them because he's afraid of PE happening. So, so in his case, asking his ideal woman out on a date romantically is a sex win that is helping his sex life, all right? It's working for him. It's working for his sex, his sexual confidence. All right, another example could be, um, I, I made out with the woman that I've been dating. Okay, cool, sex win. You took an action there. You did something that felt really good for you. You know, if making out is your pleasure thing and that's a pleasure action that was on your list and you took action on it and initiated it, awesome sex win write it down start acknowledging it like what what you're doing is when you're calling out sex wins you're bringing attention and focus to it so you're telling your brain all right we're gonna start focusing on this stuff and then your brain's like wait but what about this worried stuff because we've been focusing on that for like years don't we want to focus here and you're like no 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 now we're gonna start focusing on these things so you have to be you have to be conscious about it and that's why i say call yourself out you know, whenever you have, whenever you have worries, you got to be like, hey, but this happened this week and that was great. And you write it down. Or if you're really struggling and your brain's like, oh my God, you've been, our sex life is horrible. We're doing so bad. Go look at the list of sex wins. And as you add to it, continue to read it because you have to reinforce to your brain, hey, here's all the evidence. And before you know it, that evidence of sex wins will outweigh the anxiety because now you're focusing more on those sex wins. So when there's no longer the anxiety overriding the, the wins, the wins become your primary focus. And those wins give you confidence because it's, it's proof. 
like I say, it's evidence. I say evidence because it's tangible. It's like, this is something that actually happened. I saw it. I felt it. I did it. Right? It wasn't just a thought in my mind where it's like, oh, one day it would be nice to do this and kiss a girl. No, you actually did it. Cool. That's a win. Right? When you take action, count it. Acknowledge it. And you have to because right now there are wins happening that you're not seeing because you've trained your brain to only see the anxious stuff related to sex. So you have to now train your brain to see the positive stuff related to sex. The things that actually give you confidence, not take your confidence away, right? Does this make sense? Hopefully you're saying yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, this just makes, it makes a world of, diff- it, it makes such a difference because you have to realize you've been trapped. You've been trapping yourself in this world of thoughts that are like, what if this, what if that, what if that? And um, it's, it's not helping you because the, the what ifs are all fear-based. And something I, I told um, the ED client of mine, of mine that I mentioned earlier, I said, let's answer all of these questions right now so that you don't have to keep asking them in your head. He's like, okay. Like, so we went through each question. And I don't know, I guess the first question was like, why, um, why is this happening to me? So that's a thought that he has almost on a daily basis about his ED, Right. He's not taking, he hasn't been taking much action to change it. Um, he's tried a bunch of things, but then he, he went through a phase of kind of giving up, right? As all of us do when we're struggling with something. So then he found me. Um, so this, this constant thought of why is this happening to me? I asked him, all right, how would you answer that based on our session and what I've been teaching you about yourself and what's going on? What are you learning? Like, how would you answer that question? And he was like, well... I would answer it like it's happening to me because I had a moment of erectile dissatisfaction. Like I wasn't able to stay hard the whole time. And instead of just letting it go and understanding that, hey, this is something that every guy experiences at some point. He's not always going to be rock hard the entire time he wants to be. Um, And I I let it get to my head and I I allowed anxiety to come in. And now it's been affecting my, my sex life because of the way I've been thinking about it. So I'm like, all right, awesome. That's why this is happening to you. So that answer gives him a sense of relief, control, confidence, direction, because he's like, okay, I know I'm in control. I control, I started this. I can also finish it. I know why I started this. I know what's keeping me blocked. It's the thoughts. I know that, you know, I'm normal. This isn't crazy. Um, So there's really nothing to be afraid of when you answer that question in an effective, educated way. So now whenever that question pops up in his head, I said, you have to answer it immediately just the way you did right now with me. Because you have to tell your brain, hey, I have an answer for that. And it does, it's not worrisome. But so many of us, so many of you, you listening to this, ask yourself questions in your head related to worries and fears And you have to be aware of those questions you're asking on repeat because they are hurting you if you don't have solid answers to them. And most likely you don't. And that's why you keep asking the question. (laughs) Because if you had a confident answer, the, the question would not ruminate in your head over and over and over and make you worse and worse, more anxious and more anxious. So we did that for all the questions that pop up in his head so that he has a non emotional, 
logical response so that he can calm himself down and he could stay grounded and focused on the actions he needs to take to help his, his ED. So a lot of this has to do with not knowing the, the sex you actually want. So then you don't know what actions to take. All right. And that's important. You need to do that. You need to think, you need to pause this podcast and make a list of, all right, if sex is about pleasure, connection, and fun again, what would I be actually doing? What would I be doing more of? And then start doing those things. Start from square, start a few steps back if you need to. Maybe you're just like, oh, I'm not even having sex anymore. I'm so terrified and I'm so anxious. Okay, well then start finding wins from more beginner steps. Like ask a woman out. Text a woman you've been thinking about and you know you're attracted to and you've, you've wanted to take out. Maybe it doesn't have to do with a woman right now. Maybe it has to do with you correcting the voice in your head around your penis size. And every day you look at yourself and you say something that, that brings yourself down about your self-image there. And maybe the win is you calling yourself out and being, all right, I'm not doing that today. Here's something I, that's, that's going okay with my penis. You know, here's something I kind of like. Here's something I do like. And find a way to call out that voice and flip it. That is a win. That is a sex win. Because you gaining confidence in your penis and calling out that negative voice that's hurting you and hurting your sex life and then telling yourself, hey, we're not doing that. Let's think this way instead. Is you training your brain to reroute your focus. This whole podcast episode is rerouting your focus. And that's why I say these sex meditations are so helpful because all you got to do is listen and pay attention and I will help you reroute your focus in many different ways. You don't have to do it yourself if you don't know where to start or how to do this yourself. It's so important. That's why I started doing the sex meditations because I see this in every single one of my clients is this, these, ruminating, ru- these ruminating thoughts that aren't helping them and also lack of attention on what's going well for them. They remember all the details of what goes wrong and what's scary and what is, was horrifying for them, but they don't realize that, hey, you had a really good sex conversation with your partner. Like, that's a huge win. Or, hey, you guys went on that date. You know, even married couples. I'm like, okay, but on that date last week, you said you had a really fun time, you know, and you did this and you did that. And you said for the first time, you know, you... You got really raw and and emotional like talking together and then you had crazy, the most intense connected sex you've ever had in your life. That was just last week. You know, why do you feel like your sex life is falling apart this week? Because you're not focusing on what's actually strengthening your sex life. Does this mean that you just don't focus on problems ever? No, right? If there's, especially with your partner, if you're dealing with something, you don't ignore it and only look at the positives, right? This isn't like a distraction, This is a reroute of focus. So another sex win is, hey, we had a really hard conversation about our sex life and our lack of intimacy and our lack of desire right now. And, um, you know, her not desiring me as much. And it was really hard to hear, but I listened to her and we talked about it and I got some answers. And that's a win because even though it didn't feel great, it was effective. And I kept my calm and I got the answers I needed to understand why this is going on. That's a win. That's a good thing. And a lot of people, like a lot of clients come to me being like, oh, this happened. Like, this is terrible. I'm like, 
no, what's terrible are these emotions that you're feeling right now. And yeah, I, I, I get it. It's not, it's not the best feeling to be told you're not attractive, right? And this is something that I had to hear from Andrew a few months back when I was dealing with all my health stuff and I was complaining a lot. You know, I was, I was in pain a lot. It was hard not to complain for me, but it was even before the point I, I was doing all the research to figure out what was wrong with me. So he was like, Steph, I was attracted to you because of your resilience and I'm not seeing that. Like, I'm not seeing you looking for answers. I'm seeing you being really down on yourself, losing all of your confidence and like being depressed in bed and I want to help you and I'm going to be there for you, but you have to be there for yourself too. And, you know, this is why I haven't been turned on by you. So it was like a fuck that hurts. Like, that was like, ugh. Like, I cringe thinking about that. But I'm so grateful for that conversation because it was a huge win for our sex life together and for me getting my life back. He helped me to, he called out like, hey, you're this type of person. I'm not seeing that. And that's why I'm not desiring you lately. Do you see that? Like, do you get it? You know, and of course there's hugging and there's encouragement. You know, he's not like an asshole when he does it. There's like a very, but it is an assertive tone. It's like, I want to let you know this. So it does hurt. That was hurtful for me, but I respected it because I want to be called out by my partner. And I also wanted to actually know why is he not desiring me? That's important. And there's a lot of us that are afraid to have these conversations. Oh, I don't want to hear it. La, 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 la. And that's actually the real distraction is you turning your back on the problems. Lean into conflicts and figure them out because that's going to build your confidence. That's going to build your bond with your couple, with your partner. (laughs) And that definitely bonded Andrew and I. And that also got me out of the bed Stop being fucking depressed and take some action to figure out, okay, what's going on with my body? And I did. Like very soon after that, I found out it was breast implant illness. And then I booked a surgery a few days later. And I started getting on a program to improve my my immunity and inflammation ASAP. And it was a journey, right? I wasn't, but whatever. That's, a, that's another story for another day. You can listen to that podcast. <laughs> but um. But the point is, that was a sex win, even though it wasn't happy and fun. You know, sometimes sex wins are, I got rejected and I handled it like a champ. Like, I had PE, but I handled it this way instead of feeling, you know, really awkward and asking her if she's still attracted to me in the moment, right? Like, that's a win. I had ED, but instead of, freaking out or like being weird about it, I just went down on her and just said, hey, I lost it for a bit. We'll come right back. Let's just fuck around. And I just got right back in. That's a win. It's not something you necessarily wanted to happen, but how you reacted to it and how you took control over it is the best way possible, which is a win that works for your sex life. And the more you do those things, the less likely you are to have ED experiences in the future. Or PE in the future. Or desire issues in the future. Because you, you either talk about it and you gain control. You ask yourself, what can I control in this circumstance to improve this area? For me, it was talking to Andrew. It was having a check-in and being like, I'm confused why I'm not feeling desired right now. Why aren't you desiring me? 
And I had to be open to hearing something that would hurt my feelings. That's okay. I just wanted an answer. It wasn't about my feelings. It was about how can we find a conflict solution here together. And we did. Because I was willing to get hurt to find the win and to to get some steps for how to move forward. When you know what to do, you feel more confident moving forward. When you get the answers from your partner, you know what to do. When you ask them, hey, I feel like I'm not doing what I should be doing for you during sex. Like I feel like you're really not enjoying it. And I want to just swallow my pride and say that, you know, it's not easy for me to say, but I do want to make sure that you're enjoying yourself too. And um, I want to know, like, what is it that I could do that I could do more of or I could do better? And be open to hearing something that may hurt your feelings because you will get an answer. And chances are, if you say it that way, you will get an empathetic answer that matches your tone and that is compassionate and wanting to help you feel better about the situation. We just all get so butthurt so easily. And it doesn't help us, especially in your sex life. It's, it's such a vulnerable thing. And the more you, yeah, the more you hold back and disappear and hide in shame, the harder it is. Like, it is so much easier to handle conflicts immediately as they happen because they will happen. They're already happening for my client who just got in this relationship like a month and a half ago. Like, especially in the beginning, you're trying to figure yourself out. You're trying to figure each other out. Um, If, you know, if one person does something that really shocks the other or they're not, they're not there yet, they're not, you know, they're not comfortable with that yet. Then it takes the conversation of being like, I really didn't like when you did that. It made me feel uncomfortable. Could we not do that in the future? And a mature communicative couple or partner will say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were uncomfortable with that. Okay, maybe moving forward, we should talk about what we're going to do before we actually do it. Does that work for you? Do you have any ideas? Okay, cool. That's an effective conversation. It takes ownership. It empathizes. It realizes I'm going to make fucking mistakes. We all are. That's okay. Like shit's going to happen during sex, whether it's PE or DE or lack of lubrication or, you know, things are going to happen for men and for women. It's okay. Got to be okay with it. Um, I'm going on a tangent. (laughs) I see that. I realize that. But I just, I think it's helpful because I just see so many of us, myself included, as I mentioned, in this boat. Um, But I think I've gotten a better grip on realizing, all right, let's not make it so emotional. Let's just find some answers. Even though it is emotional, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying don't be upset. You will be upset when you get answers you don't want to hear. It's not a good feeling. It wasn't a good feeling for me. You know, I'm sure it's not a good feeling for Andrew when I tell him things that I'm upset or I'm not seeing in him or wanting more of. You know, like it's it's something you got to take like big boy, big girl. <laughs> like, All right, toughen up a little bit and take it. Because it's, it's important and it will help you tremendously and your partnership. And even if you don't have a partnership, it will help you and your future partners, even if it's just casual sex. So wins are important. You want to stack that evidence of things going well, even the smallest things, all right? If you went through an entire day where you're like, wow, normally I would talk down to myself in this way and today I didn't. I actually focus more on this. That was pretty cool. Okay, cool. Win. I'm going to write that down. 
write it down. Write it down. Because there will be days where maybe you have a few wins. And then there's others where you're going to be like, fuck, I really have to think. I, I can't think of many today. But find one. Find something. And you won't have to do this for the rest of your life. I don't, I don't do this. I do this when I'm feeling really anxious and I have to get out of it. But then I'm, I'm okay. You know? So this isn't like a lifelong exercise. But it is important that you do it consistently and frequently at the start of you trying to shift your mindset so that you can get out of your anxious habits or um, avoidant habits when it comes to sex and you can start leaning into the pleasure and the fun and the connection of sex. And you could get excited about sex again. You could feel confident about sex. Or maybe not again. Maybe for the first time in your life. And this will help you do that. Shifting your focus. All right. And like I said, my podcast, my, I mean, my, uh, my podcast, of course, my podcast, this podcast and my sex meditations will help you shift your focus. So if you need help, if you need my voice to guide you through and ask you the questions that you can write down and learn more about yourself, or maybe even just reflect on, you know, maybe you're just on a long car drive and you're just in reflection mode. Awesome. Do that. But I encourage you to write down the wins. So sex meditations link is in the description of this episode. I hope this is helpful, guys. I appreciate you, and I'm always rooting for you. So have an amazing morning, evening, or night, wherever you are in the world, and I'll talk to you soon. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.